Welcome to Rise Up in Business, the law podcast for small business owners. This podcast is designed to share important legal information without the stuffy legal jargon. I'm Tracy Mylacrane. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Rise Up in Business podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about some things that I know can move the needle in your business really quickly, really easily. I'm going to be talking to you about what it is that you can be doing to really simple changes that can increase your profit. And I know that it works because I've seen it time and time again. Now, before I dive in, just to be really clear, this is not an episode where I'm sharing accounting or bookkeeping, financial tips or advice. Not only am I not qualified, that's not my jam, that's not my space. Obviously, I'm coming at this from a legal perspective. So I'm going to be talking to you about the little tweaks, two really important things that could just be little tweaks that can really move the needle in your business and increase your profit. So cash flow is the cornerstone of any small business. We all know that. Money's not a dirty word. Let's talk about it. Let's get it out there. It's really important when it comes to managing money and when it comes to setting yourself up for long-term sustainable success, that you're focusing on the profit. Now, you don't need an accountant or a bookkeeper to tell you that. Anyone who runs a business, anyone in business can tell you how important profit is. I'm going to leave the detail to that to the experts. And hey, if you are thinking, gee, Tracy, this is really timely, I'd love a recommendation for an accountant or a bookkeeper. Reach out to me. I am happy to share hand on heart quality referrals in that space. No issue there. Let's dive into this though from a legal perspective. The very first thing that you can do right now that can have a significant impact on your profit and how you're running your business is read your legal documents now. Read them now and make sure you know how to use them. When I say read your legal documents now, I'm talking the documents you enter into with your clients your client service agreement, your design agreement, your T's and C's, whatever you call it, you can call it a range of different things. Read them now. Have they been tailored for your business? Do you know how to use them? Do you operate in accordance with these documents? If these documents say we're going to do this, this, and this, whether we're talking timeframes, stages, phases, or whatever it is, depending on the nature of the services you provide, but if your documents say this is what we're going to do, Do you do that? That's really, really important. The reason I say read your documents now is because it's so vital for long-term sustainable success, and yes, I'm talking when it comes to money, that you know how to use your documents and that they work for your business. If you're a long-time listener, you will have heard me say so many times on this podcast, no two businesses are the same. Everyone's different in one way or another in how they run their business their day-to-day, what they offer, what their exclusions are, how they issue invoices, all the things. So your legal documents with your clients aren't cookie cutters. They're not one size fits all. So when you read them, are you feeling really confident and empowered and excited at the end? Put yourself in your client's shoes. If they read them, are they going to be busting to work with you by the time they get to the end? Because they should. If the documents are done properly, your clients should be really excited. So if you're not feeling excited, they're not going to be feeling excited. And if you're not feeling excited, chances are you don't know how to use them. And this is 
the really powerful component of this. When you read your documents now, do they work for your business? Do you know how to use them? How do you issue your client service agreement or your T's and C's? Do you issue them by way of an agreement that your client needs to sign? And do you get them signed? Do you issue them with your CRM and your proposal or your quote? And do you have the sequence right? Because if you don't have the sequence right, then they can be unenforceable at the end of the day. The reason I say doing this and knowing how to use these documents that work for your business can help you increase profit is because it sets you up for long-term sustainable success with your clients. It manages expectations. It means that when you issue invoices for the stellar work that you're doing, clients don't delay paying you because not only are you meeting, but you're exceeding their expectations. You're acting consistent with what you say you're going to do in your legals. So when they get their invoices, it's no surprise. When they get their invoices, they're expecting it and they know what it's for. We don't have the issue of scope creep. If we've got legals in place and we know how to use them, we've managed scope creep. We've managed variations. We've managed revision requests. We've managed timeframes. We've stopped working if we haven't been paid. So all of those things go to your bottom line. All of those things go to you getting paid on time without headache every time goes to your bottom line. So this is the impact the right documents that you feel empowered by that you know how to use can have on your profit. It might seem small. It might seem like drawing a bit of a long bow. Trust me, I've seen it. It is not. I've seen the impact that it has on a business when a business owner doesn't have proper documents that work for their business, or they don't know how to use them. I've seen the impact that has at the end of the day when clients withhold payment, when clients take issue with the nature or scope of the work that was done. Hey, I thought you were going to do this. You haven't. I'm not paying the last invoice until you do, but I never agreed to. It wasn't in the scope. Yes, it was. We had this conversation. All of that, you know what I'm talking about. And you're probably even nodding along thinking, yep, this has happened to me. Or yes, this happened to my friend or something similar. So when you read the topic of today's episode, reading your legals and knowing how to use them probably wasn't the first thing that came to your mind when you're thinking, gee, what are two simple things we can do to make more profit? That's a big one. Take the time. You really won't regret it. Now, the second thing, and I just can't stress this enough, the second thing that you can do now to make more profit is be strategic around your payment terms. Too many times clients reach out to me to ask me to work with them to draft their client service agreement or or their T's and C's, which I'm delighted to do. But when I start deep diving and I ask the question around payment terms, too many times they say to me, I get a deposit and then the rest at the end after the services have been completed. (sighs) You can see the risk that can occur there if a client doesn't pay or if a client delays payment or if life happens and economic circumstances change and the client just needs more time and the client's not doing anything untoward. I'm not suggesting that for a moment, but the reality is managing cash flow can be tricky for a lot of small business owners. So if you leave it right till the very end and something happens with your client, despite best intentions, you're the one left with that cash flow challenge or cash flow pause, depending on how often you're doing this because you haven't been strategic with your payment terms. What I suggest you do is have a look at the way it is that you are issuing invoices 
in your business for the services that you're providing. So have a think about the deposit that you're taking, whether it's refundable or non-refundable and in what circumstances. When you're issuing your invoices throughout the work, so is it at the end of each stage or phase? Is it a timing thing? Is it a monthly thing? Whatever it might be, there should be some regularity there. Whatever you settle on that works for you really must make its way into your T's and C's and or your proposal quote, if that's how you're issuing them. Whatever you say in those documents must be how you follow through. Otherwise, you can end up in a real mess. So are you being strategic with your payment terms? And if you're thinking, gosh, I've always just done a deposit and payment at the end, Tracy, that's always served me well. It's working fine. Great. All the power to you. What I'm saying though is there's huge risk in that. It's unnecessary risk. Clients these days don't expect that either. And if you manage their expectations by outlining for them in your legals, how it is you're charging and what's expected of them, then they're good. They get their invoice. They're happy to pay it because they know when to expect it. You've made it clear from the outset. So are you being strategic? And if you're not, and if you're thinking, gosh, Tracy, this is something I've been thinking about for a while. I would love to talk to you about how I can better position myself in terms of cash flow. I'd love to talk to you about what I can and can't do, depending on my industry, in terms of requesting deposits, non-refundable deposits, and progress payments or payments throughout each stage of the services that you're providing. That's a conversation we can most certainly have. I have that conversation a lot. So there are two things, two really simple things you can focus on right now to move the needle in your business, which will have a flow-on effect to your profit. First is read your legals. Are they tailored? Do they work for your business? Do you know how to use them? And the second is be strategic with your payment terms. That's a big one. And it's one that's often overlooked because business owners just don't realize that they can do that. You absolutely can. If you think that this episode would be helpful for your business besties or business colleagues, please feel free to share widely. That will help me achieve my mission this year of getting the podcast into the ears of even more business owners. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I appreciate your time and I'll catch you next week.